0: Look upon my face, for I am known to all of you. Here is the story of my eternal work. It is a story of all ages, so dark and forgotten, so still to come. Behold the subtle working of my talent, that I may never turn my interest upon you. <laughs> the Incredible Negative Men! Hello! Welcome to The Incredible Negative Men, episode 40. Um... Not a whole lot to say about that There's 40 episodes I guess it's not really a benchmark I feel like I'm one of those people who celebrates every 5 to 10 5 or 10, you know, 40 is great 45 is great 42 means jack shit to me It's just filler until I get to 45 And then that's just filler until 50 And it just keeps going And I feel like 40, let's celebrate it I mean, let's do it Let's, Let's fucking celebrate this shit This is episode 40, that's very exciting Um, I'm not used to these mics yet, as you may notice. Um, if you're an avid listener to the show, in that case you're me, um, you get to joke there. Um, it is different. We went from USB mics and now we're on analog mics. Very exciting. This is the first episode with them. I just got them a couple scant weeks ago. I know I'm lazy. All right, we'll get to it. Um, basically I got these mics so I can play, we can, weekend, I guess, more of a show, play audio clips, movie clips for Loading Wonderland. We can play the news clips live here. We can do the video if we wanted to. We can do whatever we want to do. I think I'm going to keep the mic right here because I don't hear my feedback. I don't hear this. So that's for you listening. Um, so we're doing this. It's, it's analog. We're taking a step back, but I feel like it's, it's heading in the right direction, which if you really if you really read into that it's uh, the right direction is backwards. So figure that out. Also I hate putting s on the back on the I almost said back. on the on the end of backwards like I hate putting that s there cuz it's really unnecessary. Just backward backwards fine. Forward forwards fine. Not forwards. You don't need it. You're not doing multiple forward. You're not you're not moving multiple back. I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand the English language. It's real fucking hard. That's why, that's why we, You know, Mexican people come over, people complain, the Americans complain that they can't speak English, and I get it. I get it. It's fucking hard. It's a stupid language. We have a real dumb language, people. Um, um, this is the incredible negative man. It's really racist, apparently, and uh, here we are. So, Episode 40, celebrating like a fucking champ. I like this mic. I like these analog mics. I'll say that. I can walk around the room and talk into it like I'm doing stand-up, which is kind of the goal. So I guess that's what's going on. Um, I wrap my cord around a chair. That's also a danger of that. That's what I was doing during that whole little monologue there. Unwrapping a goddamn cord from a chair because I'm a grown-up, and that's what I do with my life. I unwrap cords from chairs. So... Um, I guess let's start. I don't know where to. Well, there's no let's. It's just me. I just have a few notes. Um, this is episode forty. Like I said, um, it's very important. We haven't recorded any episode with the group since. Cr- oh, no, no, I want to say Christmas. That's now. Um, since I think the last episode was, uh, the Wonderland episode forty. 40 40 40 44 44 Jason X sorry I, I had notes here and I lost them but that was uh th- why can I, why' do I keep saying Thanksgiving it's uh it was Halloween Halloween episode October something we recorded very late October maybe maybe middle and this as of recording now is June, not January what, what am I talking about it's December clearly December 30th. Pretty close to January, but December thirtieth, nonetheless. It is so December; it cannot be any more December. It is several months after we recorded with a group, and I've kind of been doing these myself, and in in an effort to delay the obvious lack of microphones in the studio. But here we are; they have arrived, and soon we will be get back to recording as a group. So that's exciting. Um, You don't care. But, yes, it won't just be solo episodes from here on out. Hopefully, maybe a couple more. Uh, Again, I did say I want to catch up negative men episodes to learning one Inlet episodes. And we're currently four behind, I believe. Four behind, indeed. Because we're at 44 for LAW and 40 for this. So, I'm going to catch up. Anyway, moving on. Guys, in the meantime, since last episode... Lots of, ha- lots of things have been happening. I have personally seen men beat the shit out of each other in front of me for my own amusement as if they were gladiators. There were no tigers. There was no spears. There was no chariots ablaze or on fire, as the movie may indicate. Spartacus was not there, but there were men fighting for their honor in front of me. And that was very exciting. I really did feel like it was very, you know, very primal. You see, I, I guess I should do the reveal now. That would be what a wise person would do. I went and I saw UFC at US Airways Arena in here in Phoenix, Arizona. I don't know why I'm doing this announcer voice, but here I am. <clears throat> anyway, seriously, I went to saw UFC. Fucking great. Um, it was, I went with my brother. It was one of the longest days of my life. Because we got there at uh, 11.30 in the morning, and fights did not start until 3.30 in the afternoon. And U.S. Airways is so fucking smart that the ticket says doors open at 11 or 12. Excuse me. The doors open at 12. We were in line at 11.15. So we waited there until one get that right they said the doors open at noon we waited there until one and they sure shit did not open directly at one they opened at 115 the 120 somewhere in that group i don't know i was pissed and i was angry and we stood next to the fucking casino arizona wheel of fortune type thing where you spin and you see people win money and i just saw fuckers winning money for like an hour and a half straight and it just kept winning, and they're celebrating over and over. And I was just standing there angry in line with my brother as we just fucking grinded our teeth and mashed our hatred into, into diamonds. But, hey, it's a line. Who cares? It's not really that big of a deal. Sip a beer now. Hold on. The ah. point is, we got inside. fight started after several hours after we paid for several $12 beers. I never paid that much for Killians. What is with the deal with Killians in that fucking place? Not to sound like Seinfeld saying, what's the deal? It's sort of a joke, but honestly, why is it $12 for a Killians? I have to pay $12 for a 12-pack. I know they have to charge that much there for some reason, just because, you know, economics, I guess, even though they make tons of money. But I I feel like we've overpaid by several quadruple, I want to say. If I had to take a guess, like you can get a beer in most bars for four to five, and that was twelve. It was twelve for a th- twenty-two ounce. But hey, whatever. We are there. We saw UFC. We were we were seat we were row six. That's how you speak. We were in row six, which means hey, there's three people in front of us, and then there's like a little path, and then there's three more people who are like score guys. Like media or what the fuck they're doing, I don't know. I didn't look, but hey, we were super fucking close, and like we could have got blood on us if they were to hit it hard enough, you know. But that was great. But we saw lots of cool fights, um, lots of cool celebrities were there. I had a couple of weird experiences there, where first of all, the uh, what's her name? Oh god, I'm gonna I'm gonna blank on this. Of course, I was, oh, I'll get there. The uh, celebrity started off. With, I heard some. I kind of heard a commotion, and you look up, and there's a big black dude with sunglasses on inside, and a big leather jacket, black leather jacket, black dude. We'll Figured out. I don't know. It's it was a cold day. It was a winter, not not somewhere in Phoenix where he would have burned alive. Not that I'm suggesting he should. I'm just saying. Uh, but he, I didn't know who it was. I, I'm not. I'm not keen on that folk. I don't know the big black dudes generally unless they're the fighters, in which case I barely know him. But he was not one of those I know. He was not in the NBA, which Charles Barkley was, and he was there. Charles Barkley was there, ladies and gentlemen. That was odd. I kept looking over and be like, oh, yeah, Charles Barkley, like 40 feet away. It was weird. But this guy was not Charles Barkley. He was much larger. And by that, I mean fat, not in shape. Not that Charles Barkley's in you know prime NBA shape anymore. But he... Proceeded to walk to the front of me. He was probably in the second row. I was sixth, so you know, it was a stature thing. There's a, there's a hierarchy. He was clearly more important than me. And then some, I heard the person behind me go, say something. I didn't hear what they said, but I was like, oh, they know, they, they know who that is. And I'm like, who's that big black guy? And they go, it's big black. And I was like, I'm aware. That's racist, but who's that big black dude right there? Who's that guy? What's his name? And again, they replied, that's Big Black. And the joke was apparently on me, because I had no idea who that was. I didn't know that was his name. Apparently, the man's name is Big Black. He's from Big and Rob, or Robin Big. I don't think it was called Robin Big, because that's kind of racist, too. Uh, I think it was called Big and Rob, and he was the bodyguard, the big black dude with the glasses and the skin. obviously not Rob, not the skateboarder guy. He was the big black dude in the titular line, Big and Rob. He was not Rob. Um, But I didn't know who the fuck that was. I had no idea. I'm that white. I had no idea. I didn't watch that show. I saw a couple episodes like here and there. I didn't watch it. It was just on in the background, one of those sort of shows. Like I feel like most of my parents' TV that they watched growing up, when I was growing up, not them, when I was growing up, was kind of like it was kind of like that. Where it just it just it just existed around me, but I didn't really pay attention to it because I didn't really care. And what the fuck do I care? But he was there, and then uh, I look over, and there's an agoraphenic beast. I guess I don't want to say beast, but that's the best word to describe what I saw. It was this in, this creature. I guess. Craw- like crawling, not crawling, walking toward us. It had legs. Um, it, was a, it was a lady, I guess. Um, but it was, it was the cyborg is her name, is her stage name. Not, not a stripper. She was a fighter. I, stage names only exist for strippers and fighters. Why is that? Or, you know, comedians too, like me. I don't, am I a stripper? I don't know. You might not know. Phoenix West, not my real name, take a guess. Well, wild surprise, right? Anyway, um, I digress. Uh, this beast named Cyborg what, could probably kick my ass. I'm going to go ahead and go on a limb. She's got training. Why? Okay, seriously. When I was there, it was the roughest fucking crowd I've ever seen because everyone loves the USC and they all think they can fight. I don't get it. Why would you think you could spend all day in a Mack truck Hauling fucking McDonald's shit across the state line. Just that's your life. Back and forth from Arizona to fucking Colorado. Back and forth, not that far of a drive, I know. I should have thought of something further. But the point is, that's all they fucking do. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, all that shit. That's, they sit there They sit there and they eat fucking Cheetos and Doritos and goddamn Mountain Dew, and they just fucking down it with a straw, and they don't fucking give a shit, and they don't care about diabetes. They never heard of it, never read about it. They don't know. They just do that, and that's their life, and that's all it's ever going to be. And then they see a fucking UFC fight, and they're like, yeah, i fucking kick his ass, motherfucker. If I was in there, I'd fucking kick his ass, and I'd fucking fuck his shit up. And you're like, dude, why? They train every day. Every day. Why would you, sitting there jerking off the penthouse, the latest issue, mind you, because you've expended the old issues, the back issue, the back catalog is done for you. It's, you've, you've memorized that shit. It's gone. And you can't get hard to that shit anymore. But why would you, fucking Joe Sixpack, as they call you, the Monday morning quarterback, why would you be able to walk into that fucking ring, the Pentagon now? They are Pentagons now. We've advanced since the ring of the turnbuckles. Now it's a Pentagon, which is very official. I feel like it's way more geometric. I feel like they go in there, they think they could go in there and then just fuck shit up and they can just... You know, cleanse house and they'll be like I'll fucking take over this league oh yeah I'm so big fat does not mean you can fight I don't understand why people think that I don't think I can kick anybody's ass I'm pretty sure I couldn't I think I but the problem is I think I could in my head I totally believe that but I know I couldn't I get in there get my ass kicked in seconds seconds ah Anyway, the crowd sucked. The crowd was assholes. Cyborg was there. She was taking pictures. She was clearly paid to be there. But whatever. Hey, good for her. Don't care. There was a girly fight going on. That was odd. I didn't know who to root for. I had no stake. I didn't know. I Not even like general stake. I had no gender stake whatsoever. I didn't know who to root for. It was two vaginas. They weren't scissoring. I don't know who to root for. I don't know who to cheer. I don't know when to do that. I don't know. I felt inappropriate. I felt like I was betting. I don't. I felt weird. I felt really weird. And then it was over. And then I was like, okay, here we go. Here's the main card. And it was over in three seconds. And I'm like, okay, we wasted our time. It was, and people got way too drunk. I'm not going to go into you know specifics here. And the rest of the night was fine. It was fun. Um, I had a great night. UFC is fun. I recommend going, but I do not recommend talking to anybody around you. I, t- I put I put a picture on the webpage, lordywonderland dot com, uh, dot com of the guy who sat behind me. And every time I turned around, all I could fucking see was his face. And which sounds like normal, like every time you're like in a movie theater and you turn around, and there's a guy's face there, obviously. But I just could see his face. Like I would turn around, there's a whole crowd of celebrities behind me, and I could only focus on this fucking guy's face because he look he looked like Andy Andy Rooney, like circa nineteen forty three. I don't I don't know I can't describe it, but his face was goddamn ridiculous, and it was so the focus of attention. You know how like he took history, like the history of art in high school, and they taught to- they taught you how to like you know focus your, I guess, what do you call it? What do you call that? Your viewer's attention into a certain spot. They kind of do the focal lines. This was that, but that guy's face was all I could fucking see, and it was so distracting. And It it wasn't like a crazy face. It was just all I could see, and it was really distracting and kind of ruined it behind me. The the behind-me show was ruined. Like, I guess the anal show was done, because in front of me it was great. That was a great show. There was a nice ring, you know, six sides. And then behind me, nothing. I'm gonna be honest, uh, panic. I don't know how many. I don't know how many sides that is. I'm kind of drunk and I'm dumb, so I don't know how many sides that is. I feel like I got that wrong though. But I'm gonna go ahead and move on. Behind me sucked. Let's just to say that. Anyway, so a lots happened. It's Christmas. The whole fucking month of December is, cra- you know, chaos, crazy. No, 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 lots, lots going on, lots going on. We also went, me and Bree of Lonely Wonderland, went to the Phoenix Fan Fest Comic Con, and I gotta say, that was the following weekend after UFC. It was way better than UFC. We had so much fun. I can't, I can't describe to you how much fun we had over over the UFC. She was not at UFC, but I still had way more fun. Should have been a Guys Night Out, but guys are douchebags, turns out. Um, let's just say I went to the Fan Fest, the Comic-Con, at the University of Phoenix Stadium, which is where the Arizona Cardinals play, of the NFL. I'm describing that to you for no reason. They, but what I couldn't get wrap my head around was that you get? We had tickets for free. I got I got in UFC for free. I don't. I got lots of free tickets. I don't know why. Something's going on. I getting like a strange bout of luck. Anyway, so we get in there, and it kind of dawns on us. Okay, before we get in there, I'll, I'll go back a bit. We're walking up, and we're kind of like, "Hey, what's this? What do we do? We get these tickets, and we're kind of just wandering through the parking lot because we parked where basically the, or Arizona, I guess Arizona." Coyotes play, which is I don't know, six hundred yards away, and we walk there. We walk to the Cardinals Stadium, and then we get kind of, kind of getting close to it. You know, you can start seeing the numbers, the big giant numbers like one, two, three, where the parking lots are, and we get up there. And there's lots of cars, lots of people, and there's fences that kind of half exist. They kind of go halfway across where we're supposed to be, and I feel like human beings as in like a in an urban society. Kind of get used to the especially when you go to like events, you kind of get used to being roped into this is where you go, follow this, and under the next one there's a yellow arrow in the ground. here you go, and but this was not that. we are walking through the parking lot and we see just fucking people fucking there's spider man there's Superman there's Batman, and over here is Harry Potter, and he's just running around because he's Because you you're at comic con welcome to comic con and His parent is uh, the guy from Galaxy, Gardens of the Galaxy. That's what that shit's called. And then you got to deal with that fucker, too, because he's in your way. And all these people are in your way. You don't know what to do. But when you're inside, that's fine. But when you're outside, we're kind of walking up going, should we go through this? Because there's running around these people, these fucking characters from your childhood, just running around, darting around. And there seems to be no supervision. And you realize, hey, there's supervision because they're adults. These people are in their 40s. They should be supervised. Why is that? They, they're adults. But then we got closer and closer, and we're kind of like, okay, let's just slip in. I felt like we were just, like, sneaking in underground like fucking Harriet Tubman. Like, we're sneaking through shit, and we shouldn't be there. But it was totally cool. Nobody cared. There was no, there's not a single security guard. And you know what? Even if there was, we had tickets. Why were we so fucking paranoid? We had the tickets in our goddamn hands. Our goddamn hands had our goddamn tickets into that goddamn place. And goddamn Harry Potter's in the way. But we snuck through. We we prevailed. We uh, did a great escape. We got through. And then we realized we're kind of looking around, and we're like, oh, we're in, like, the activity area. We're... I think we came in, like, the back. I'm not really sure. Because we asked the security guard how to get in, and he told us that way. And we kind of just did our own thing, like GTA. You don't really do the levels. You just kind of free-for-all and do sandbox mode. But we snuck in the side. So we kind of just went into just the side. (laughs) I don't know how else to describe it. We fucking showed up, and we realized we were in the middle of the children's... Costume contest, and luckily we weren't dressed up, otherwise that would have been very confusing for the judge judges I don't know who judged it here's what it was. it wasn't a competition that's what pissed me off. I was like oh we we sat we kind't of, we didn't sit down, but we kind of sat to the side, sat meaning metaphorically, we stood to the side. How about that? We stood to the side of all these parents and then right in front of us, direct, like seriously three to four inches in front of us where the chairs, where the kids lined up. And they, those fuckers walked in, all dressed up, and they're all like, hey, six out of 20 of them probably were from Gardens of the Galaxy. There was an awesome raccoon girl. Um, i got to be honest, I haven't seen Gardens of the Galaxy, but as far as I know, it was a pretty good outfit. And then there's another one that was pretty good, and she had a little Groot in her hand. And there's like three or four of those you know guy at chris Pratt Chris Pratt place um but there's there's those guys that are right in front of us, and then there's a guy, and he the there's a guy who's announcing it he's the uh I don't know what you call him, he's the host, he was doing a little stand up routine, I don't know where he's going with it, but hey, teach his own, he was calling out he's reading off a little list of like here here's the kid's name, here's the costume and uh sip a beer here but he would read it off and the kid would go behind the curtain kind of come out and like "Ooh, aren't you all surprised what i was even though you just saw me cross in front of it and come around you kind of suspend your disbelief there do what you got to do to survive you know it's like compton you do your thing but the kid comes out and everyone kind of applauds and then i remember this one kid that came out i don't know what the fuck she was it was like this weird skeleton. She looked like a glow skeleton from like Batman Returns or like or the, I guess it would be the Joel Schumacher one like Batman and Robin. But she kind of came out and literally nobody applauded. And I felt real bad for that girl because everyone else, the 30 kids in front of her got hordes of applause. Hordes, not whores. Hordes of applause. She got so much applause. And then. Everyone's like, "Woo, fuck yeah, these parents are awesome. And then this girl came out, a little, little short, chubby Mexican girl probably. I couldn't see behind, behind her dayglomate, you know, makeup. But she came out, and then nobody. It was fucking crickets. And I was like, oh, my God, why? Why is nobody applauding? Is it because she's Mexican? This is Arizona. This is progressive. This should be the norm. Why is nobody applauding? And then she just kind of went around and sat in front of me. And I was like, "Oh, I didn't do anything about it." Just to let you know, there's no redemption tale here. I didn't do anything about her. She died, probably sad. She's probably dead now. I don't really know. I don't. I. I don't know that girl's life story. She's probably not happy anymore. It probably ruined her. She's probably not going to Comic Con next year. I'll be honest. But she sat right in front of me and Bree, and we're just kind of like, "Okay, what? Why'd that happen?" Because the next person got tons of tons of applause. So what was it? Well, the first one in front of her was like you know, Jack from Pirates of the Caribbean and the person, she was a Dago skeleton from some show. I, I don't really know what it was. I'm not, it seemed like a popular thing. I, I don't know what it was. I'll be honest. But the person after her was also something random and vague for me. Just a black hole of nothingness for me from my from my information geek part of my brain. I have no idea what it was, but Hey, it looked the same to me as far as the black cloud of nothingness. I don't know what the difference was. So why did she get literally zero? And the person before and after her got a, just tons of applause. I, got, I had no explanation, and I felt really bad for her. But at the same time, I didn't clap. So I guess I was part of the problem. If you're not part of the cure, you're part of the problem, right? You're part of the, you're part of the plague. But I didn't really offer her any solace or any praise. So I just kind of let it go. And there it stayed right in front of me in a little ball of sadness. You know, makeup running out of cheek because i didn't really do anything about it and i'm not going to now i'm not clapping but hey little girl if you're out there i'm sorry i'm sorry those adults treated you that way i didn't understand what's happening otherwise i would have clapped I, this is an apology this is really turned taking a turn here i didn't really expect it to go here so i guess this is what we're doing here we're taking we're taking a moment out of our time here to an applause there on my chest. That's what she gets. One for the homies. Homies being her uh, self-esteem because they're dead. It's dead. It's so gone. Seriously, guys, it was gone. Anyway, Comic-Con happened. Here's the thing that blew my fucking mind I was getting to earlier. Comic-Con. We get inside. It's fucking huge because it's inside the Arizona Cardinals Stadium, which is called the University of Phoenix Stadium. Which apparently is an online school that has a no football team as far as I know. So why is it fucking called that unless they play online football there? Is it is it online? Do they do fantasy football there inside that giant stadium? Why do they have it? I don't get it. That didn't blow my mind though. What blew my mind was, hey, this is the dorkiest thing ever. This is Comic Con. People are dressed up as fucking Skeletor and He-Man and... I'm doing '80s references because that's where I'm from. They're doing like Ninja Turtles, and there's like they're doing the fucking Batman. There's 75 Batmans in that fucking place. There's a thousand people dressed up as the Guardians of the Galaxy. There's so many fucking people dressed up as the darkest shit ever, which I am totally cool with because that's my crowd. But I look around and I realize, hey, this is a sports stadium. What happened to the 80s? Remember 80s movies like Breakfast Club and shit when there's like, there's the dorks over here and then very far over here kicking their asses is the jocks. And then those two are like the fucking Bloods and Crips and they go at each other and they don't give a shit about each other and they kick the shit out of each other more so one way than the other. Obviously, the jocks have the upper hand here. And by upper hand, I mean upper body strength and they kind of just go at it, and they don't really give a shit. They just beat the shit out of the dorks, and then here I am, present day, 2014, Comic-Con, Phoenix. Hey, I'm in an Arizona Cardinals football stadium where there's a whole lot of racist fuckers, and most times, every Sunday, drunk as shit, kicking the shit out of each other because they're a fan of the Raiders or the Chargers or who gives a fuck. And then here I am on this special day on a Saturday when they don't play NFL football except for the last the second last week of the year, I guess. Here I am on that fucking day going, hey, I'm surrounded by fucking avatars and goddamn Minecraft shit in this fucking stadium. This is like. I can't I can't even make an analogy. There there's no actual application for this in the real world that you would relate to. I guess it's like if the flower convention was held inside the honeycomb and then they just weren't attacked. Like the the flowers remain just virgins. The flowers remained intact. Nobody fucking violated the goddamn flowers. Those those bees stayed to themselves. The bees weren't even there. Actually, they just left the hive to itself. To itself, they just left it. The no, it'll be fine. Lock the doors. You no, no, no. Don't even lock the doors, man. I don't know why the bees are black, but hey, that's what happened. It. Nobody touched anybody else. It was weird. It was bizarre. And I was like, oh, we are in the goddamn honeycomb. We are in the Arizona Cardinals. I went to the fucking locker room. I tried. I, I went around. I went through the tunnel where they all come out. You see the commercials, you know the you know halftime when they come out and they come running out and the they tear through the you know piece of you know paper that says Cardinals. It's a paper. Don't be surprised that they the grenades can fly through that shit like nothing because it is paper. It is nothing. But we, uh, I decided. Hey, since we're here, apparently the whole episode is gonna be about just Comic Con. I said, Hey, since we're here. Let's go in and see if we can get into the locker room. Because ooh, why not? Um, so we get there, we were kind of walking around through the terminal. I guess come the terminal. Like I said it's where the players come out. And it's it's really really wide. It's way wider than I thought it would be cuz it is a football team of like, you know, 52 people, 55 people. whatever the fuck it is, I don't know. I don't know football. Anyway, so there's a it's really wide and we go through there. And uh, I we kind of go through corridors And I take one left And I stop And Bri has to go to the bathroom And I'm waiting for her Take a little drink out of the drinking fountain And I'm not really sure I hate drinking fountains I don't know about you guys I feel like you're instantly going to get HIV I don't know what that is I don't know why It's just silver It's just, you know, it's chrome And the water comes through it And then you can see the little uh, calcium deposits on there and I get a little paranoid. I'll be honest. I'll be a little, a uh, little honest there. I don't trust them. I feel like I've seen way too many kids put their goddamn mouth in that thing. I've seen way too many. People, I've seen way too many pieces of gum or boogers on it. What is the fucking deal with that? Why are Why are grown adults doing that? Because I don't go for the little kid one, like the one that's like three and a half feet off the ground. I don't go for that one. I go for the taller one, and there's boogers on it. You it's gross. And I hate saying them with burgers, because I'm an adult. But there's goddamn burgers on it. Why? You're 42. What are you putting burgers on shit for? You should be able to blow your nose. You should have figured that out 40 years ago. People do that. They figure it out. They move on. What's your deal? Quit clinging to your childhood that way. You're already clinging to your childhood because you're at Comic-Con. That's what it's for. Like, grow up. But I take a sip, a reluctant sip at that. And then I kind of walk around the corridor to the left, which is the only way into the stadium. Further, mm-hmm. to to go right would be to exit, but to go left apparently is where the just the fucking weird lightsaber fight is happening. Because I I have I have pictures. I took a left, and then I saw Darth Maul and like Darth Vader. I don't know who they were. I'll be honest. With with fucking lightsaber swords to each other Just standing there Perfectly still And it was very dark in there And their swords were very bright And it was this two dudes Who as far as I know Thought that shit was real Thought that shit was life and death But they were stuck in time They weren't moving at all They were just I know you can't see me But they were just holding their swords out they're lightsabers Just standing there and just staring at each other, and then I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, want to go that way. I want to go past them." And I don't have the, I don't personally don't have that mode, where I would go, "Oh, I'll wait." Yeah, no, no, they're doing a the thing. I did give it a, like a five Mississippi. I did give it that. I I looked around the corner and I went, "Ooh, what, what, why, why? Take a picture. There's a picture." Camera, here we go. There's a oh, There was a picture, okay. Let me get a different angle here, just in case it doesn't turn out. And then, oh, there's another picture. Okay, here's a third one, just to be sure. And I want to get past them now. Fuck them, they're in my way. I don't care anymore. I don't care about preserving their fantasy. I don't care. I want to get past them, because I, I seriously wanted to get into the dressing room. I don't know why I had this stuck in my head. I really don't. Brie had no part of it. I just really wanted to get into the dressing room. Not that I thought I'd see a bunch of black dongs just willy-nilly flying around the Cardinal Stadium. I just really wanted to get in there and be like, wow, that's bigger than I thought. Or right, let's go to the park on that way. Let's walk back to the five miles across the, across the way. I just really wanted to get in there, and I don't know why. And I had the sudden urge to just push past this guy. But... Does them merely believing that they're real life sabers make them real? I may never know. Because I slowly approached them. And uh, Bree was still in the bathroom. And I took four more steps toward them. And I was probably 10 feet away. And I was like, what's going on here? Why is this happening? Because they're just standing there. And nobody, there's like a crowd gathering around them. On my side only. Not from the other side. Not from inside the stadium. Deep inside the bowels, the recesses of the stadium was not filling with people. Just my side, which is like the entrance way slash exit way. It's kind of a dual purpose, but it was filling with people, and there was a kind of a crowd gathering. And it started to become a little creepy. I didn't know what to do, but that doesn't stop me. So I just kept going, and then by that by that time, Bree caught up, and then we kind of took three or four more steps, and it cause it's because it is curved. The stadium, those little corridors are curved. By the time we got a little further, we realized to the left there's a cameraman just going, lift your sword higher. Yeah, lift the red lightsaber higher. Yeah, that really shows your emphasis of the force. So can you, uh, you know, uh, Darth, can you lower your, other, your lightsaber three quarters of an inch and then bow your head a little bit and then it shows dominance toward him who's lower than you? Yeah, that's perfect. All right. Um, uh, Scott, can you move a foot to your left? I mean, uh, Darth Maul, can you move us just a foot? Those two fucking characters never fucking fought in the movie. I was very confused. It was, it was, as far as I remember, I could be very wrong. It was Darth Maul and Darth Vader, and they're on the same side. In fact, Darth Maul was way older than Darth Vader. He didn't know who he was. He was the most unnecessary villain of all time because he didn't do shit. Fucker just got caught in half Anyway So we walked past them And then There's like a bunch of conferences In the left Like a bunch of Q&As And there was like All these big signs Like oh it's a and a With this fucking guy This guy This guy This fucking sweet guy Over here And I'm like I don't know these people But these dorks Probably sure fucking know them And when I say, when I say dorks I do not mean that In a derogatory way If I did I'd fucking say it um, I do like I do love All that dork shit Trust me um, but I, we kept walking and, uh, there's, I opened one of these conference doors, which is kind of open already, but it's kind of shoved it open a little bit. And I thought it was going to be a big ass convention thing. And it was like 15 people playing a fucking trivia game and a guy pointing at a screen and going, Hey, here's B4. Like, here's the question. Here it is. And then Stopped. And stared at me to the end of the room. And I was like, hi. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go now. And I kind of just back stepped out of the room. And then, OK, that was weird. And we walked a little bit further. And I was like, ooh, maybe this is a dressing room. I pushed that open. Old dude at a conference table talking about something with like 55 fucking emo girls all obsessed in front of him. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? This is baffling. This guy's got it made. This guy's like in his 70s. And he's got like 15-year-old girls surrounding him. Not that that's not creepy, but hey, teach his own. What is he doing and what, how do I get involved here? And I never found out because I backed out of the room again because that's what's my natural reaction is to back out of things, I guess. And uh, I kept going, and we, we walked a few more feet, and then there's kind of security that wasn't really guarding anything. But I kind of got tired, and it was kind of boring, so we just kind of left. And that's how my story ends. We didn't find the, we didn't find the locker room. I was, I was up zero black dongs. I was very disappointed. My black, the black dong deficit was just out of control, guys. It was real problem. It was a real problem. I'm not going to lie. It was shocking. It was shocking. I, I feel like I'm really let down. But, hey, at least I got to see a bunch of cool shit. And then everyone there, we got a bunch of cool shit. We got the Bat... or the Excuse me. We got a... Uh, for some reason, I got a... What was the Abraham Lincoln one I got? I got a bunch of cool shit. I posted it on Instagram. I got the uh, Abraham Lincoln one. And I got... We got the Ghostbusters. Six Ghostbusters ones that are all posters. And are all be in the studio, which are fucking badass looking. Like, all the artist guys were there, and they were excited their own shit. And then every single person we met, including the people having a duel in the hallway, were awesome. Every single person was super fucking nice. And it was so contrast to the UFC night where everyone was a goddamn douchebag. Everyone there, everyone at Comic-Con was so goddamn nice. Everyone's like, hey, you like my work, and like talking they didn't really brag, and they didn't talk about their shit too much, and they were kind of like, hey, if you like this, I like this. You know, pass this on to other people. And we met a guy who made his own buttons out of comics. He would cut little comics out, press the button, do whatever you want with it. We had a ton of Batman ones because I'm obsessed with Batman. And everyone's awesome. Everyone was so fucking cool. And at UFC the week before, everyone was a douchebag. And that's what I said. It was weird to have the dork fest at the... Just the fucking jock center. It was like the jock epicenter in Dorkfest 2014 was happening, and it was goddamn weird. It was so opposite of what you think what would happen. Can you imagine if they had a football game in the Death Star? That's the only way I can do an analogy here. That's the only opposite thing I could think of where it would be, hey, is there one way is there the other way? It's the only vice versa I can think of is... It's very odd. It's like the, the Bridge of the Enterprise hosting Pele and his soccer pals. I don't know. real bad sports analogy there. But, hey, you get the idea. It was fucking odd. And with that, I'm moving on. I just need my notes. Um, I also had the experience that I've never had. I owned one pair as a child. I'll get to what I'm talking about here soon. And I'm wearing them now. And I had a 25-year gap in the middle there. And that is, I was, we were at Old Navy. And I looked around, and I was looking for shirts. And I was like, ooh, what do we got here? And I looked down, and I'm like, sweatpants, huh? Ooh, what are these? These look. Oh, these look pretty good, actually. Here's the thing. I've only seen sweatpants, and I've only had sweatpants as a child. Those real cheap ones, because my family was dirt-ass poor, where they have the nothingness to them. They're just gray. They're just the gray ones, the gray standard Hanes ones that you get for, like, two ninety seven at Walmart, and they come with a free pair of socks. Like, those ones. I've only had those, and those are paper-thin. When you live in Michigan growing up, they do nothing to stop the freezing outside from killing you. So they are borderline useless, and it only wore them to sleep in as a child, and they did nothing. So I might as well have just rubbed ice on my legs and called it a night. But these ones I saw, and I, they opened up my eyes. I saw the sign, as Ace Bass might say. But these ones blew my fucking mind because I saw them and I was like, oh, wow. Sweatpants can be that, huh? It's kind of like when you see comedy or, you know, do your own little math there. When you see comedy and it's like as a child, you're like, oh, that's funny. That's funny. Then you see real comedy, like shit that people really fucking worked on. And you're like, whoa, that's what comedy can be. Like your first improv show. You're like, holy shit. That's what comedy can be. Why am I not doing that? This is like, I saw these sweatpants, and I was like, whoa, that's what they can do with sweatpants now? The sweatpants technology has finally caught up to my expectations? That's fucking crazy. So, I, of course, I had to buy them. And I bought them about a month ago, and I literally haven't left them. I, I've been in sweatpants. I'm a sweatpants man now. I'm proud to say. Never thought I'd say it in my life, but here I am. On the record, I'm a sweatpants man. That's just how my life is now. That's just how I live. Nothing else I can do. Just, I'm stuck with it. It's like uh, herpes or something. I'm stuck with it. Nothing I can do. If I have a sexual partner or a cotton partner, I will pass it on to them like herpes. I will pass it on to my children. I don't know if that's how herpes works, but hey, the the, the more the merrier in the sweatpants herpes family. Um, I guess this is what my grandpa used to say, um, but he's you know, long gone from the herpes. Does herpes kill you? I don't really know. Um I'm kidding. Uh, That's my sweatpants bit. Not really a bit. I didn't really work on it. That's just what happened to me. Um, So I'm a sweatpants guy now. and um, So I'm growing as a person. I'm trying. I'm really doing my thing. Okay? I'm learning. I'm opening up my heart to new things, new emotions, new feelings, new experiences. Um, Speaking of which... My friend Your uh, My co-host If you will the show, Most of our shows This show especially Has five people on it Me Mario brie, Joe Brent Okay Michael Yes Yes Michael Yes When he can But Brent Over here On my left In the studio here I'm standing up With a microphone The pink microphone You'll see in the pictures Brent over here Is the yellow mic Number five he is the sole owner, and by that I mean only one I know, of a PS4. Um, I refuse to move on. Bree refuses to move on. As far as I know, everyone else in the world has refused to move on. But I'm very wrong, obviously, right? I just don't know anybody other than Brent. That's why he's the sole owner. He, we went over to his house. We went over to his house, is what I said. Sorry, I'm slurring. And he had a video game system set up and I sound very fucking old and curmudgeoning right now where I'm like, that damn kid had a, I don't really know what I'm talking about. He, he had a PS four is what I'm trying to say. And it was fucking crazy because we didn't play a game with PS four controllers. We played a game on our cell phones that were linked up to the PS four and I couldn't handle it. I lost my shit. Because everyone else was like, okay, here's my phone. And I'm like, why is this? Why does everybody know what we're doing but me? I saw two controllers. Like, one guy had a PS4 controller. Brent had that. But he had his phone in his other hand. And I'm like, he's texting. Okay. And then I realized, oh, his roommate has just this phone. And he's playing the game as well. It was before we tagged in. And two of his other friends just have phones and they're all they all seem like they're involved in this game but surely they're not playing because they're not holding PS4 controllers I mean I've i have already overcome the hurdle of wireless so they're not holding PS4 controllers that are wireless they're just holding their goddamn cell phones one guy's got an Nokia one guy's got an iPhone one guy's got Samsung those are cell phone companies right those, they make cell phones Um, and then I realized hey we gotta use our phones and mine kept dropping out. And I'm like, hey, let's get in the Wi-Fi. Because I'll be honest, old I feel like I have an old mind. I'm, I just recently uh, kind of figured out Wi-Fi. I feel like I'm years behind in the curve there. But I figured out Wi-Fi, and then uh, I logged in. And I'm like, hey, my phone stopped dropping out all the time. Because I was losing every game because my phone would just drop out. And we played we played trivia games. We played lots of doodle games. Lots of weird games. And it blew my fucking mind. Because we were on our cell phones. And cell phones are for pooping. As far as games are concerned. Those are for solitary moments where you take a solitary dose. Which is very confusing to say out loud. It's where you just do your thing and you play like... I don't know, I play personally Bejeweled Blitz. And a little bit of that peggle, little peggle. Only if I can get past the level, little peggle. And but this was uh, this was a communicable game. This was uh, you playing a large group, and uh, you against five or six, whatever. And it was fucking bizarre. I couldn't handle it. I still, I still, I clearly am wrapping my head around it as if it were magic, and it clearly wasn't because it was from Japan. And uh, they're too busy for magic, I feel. This is a country that has used panties and vending machines. They're clearly past the use of magic. Because if they could, they could they would have an imagination, first of all. And they could just imagine used panties. They wouldn't need an entire vending machine for it. This is a country that isn't fucking around. They don't fuck around. They... They wanted use panties so much they needed to dedicate an entire machine for it all over the city to the point where they had to outlaw them. Are you hearing me? They had to outlaw these machines. Those machines that handle the used panties are no longer legal. Probably from over usage. And used panties confuses me because I don't know how they used them. It doesn't say if they were properly used, if they were inserted or just generally used throughout the year. One time only. I don't know what the, I don't There's no parameters involved unless there's like a B three is for soiled and B four is for day to day usage. I don't, I don't know. Is that what it is? I don't, those machines are very, very confusing because it has the Japanese lettering and I don't speak that. So I just kind of have to use my imagination. And that imagination I use be- so I don't have to go buy used panties. I can just imagine them. I don't have to actually go buy them out of desperation, out of lack of imagination. I can just use it. So there's a vicious full circle there, as, as you might have noticed. Where I don't think Japan fucks around in that market. They they know how to do video games very well. And uh, I feel like the game was too much for me. I'll be honest. I, I couldn't handle it. I had a lot of fun. I figured out the game, obviously, but it's still... When I say too much for me, I I understood it, and I didn't have a question. I just it was like the whole time like, wow, we're playing on our phones right now. That's fucking crazy. That's fucking crazy. We're playing on our cell phones. We're playing on our cell phones, guys. And everyone's like, yeah, we're, we're on our cell phones. Bye. Yeah, that's great. And uh, you're losing my like, 20 points, so let's keep up here. I'm like, no, no, no. You don't understand. I get like six points for understanding that we're on our phones. And you guys don't apparently understand that yet because you're not saying it incessantly. You're not annoying me with your rants about the fact that we're still on our cell phones. So clearly I'm ahead of you guys. I'm dumb. I really, really blew my mind to the point where I just couldn't stop talking about it. And here I am now talking about it for 25 minutes. Um, okay, a couple things, and then I'm going to end it. Um, the Walking Dead... Announced they're going to do a spin-off in Los Angeles. Um, why? I don't In case you're not watching, The Walking Dead in Atlanta is still boring. So why go to L.A.? And the thing about L.A. Is that it's really goddamn hot in the summer. As it is in Atlanta. But it's a dry heat. And I feel like zombies in these settings would just dry out immediately and fall over. Maybe last a little longer in Atlanta because there is a way more moisture in the air. But here in Arizona, they would rise, walk 10 feet, dehydration got to them, they'd fall over. Mission accomplished. Yay, human. Yay, yay team human. Hashtag team human, right? But... In LA, I feel like nobody really noticed And I feel like That's a cliche joke But would you I lived in LA for a while I went to school there I went to film school there I wouldn't Like homeless people Not that far off from zombies To begin with They're crusty They walk around stumbling They're drunk They kind of stammer and And they probably eat each other Like bath salts They do that shit Oh, here's the thing about bath salts Talked to a cop yesterday Turns out bath salts not really bath salts. It's like a it's like a PCP meth mix. Here's the thing folks, here's the thing. If it's not bath salts, don't call it bath salts. That's very confusing to us. Those people who don't do the drugs, it's very confusing. We thought we were just taking bath salts and going crazy. In which case, I was like, "Bullshit. You fucking liar." I was very angry. And uh, but here's the thing, not really bath salts, just a little tangent. Anyway, the zombies, there's so many homeless people there. You don't really notice. I feel like nobody really care. People, uh, nobody really care. Nobody care in Phoenix. Nobody care in L.A. So laid back. Like, if you want zombies and you want people to care, you got to go, like, to Texas. You got to go, you got to go deep south. People with a lot of shotguns. People that are just ready to fucking shoot those guns. Like Montana, you got to go to some weird states, like hunting states, like Montana, Virginia, fucking Kentucky. You got to go down south or weird north, like Alaska. Even Alaska, they'd freeze. But there's a sweet spot there during the year where fucking hunters would just go goddamn crazy on these people. They would just love it, and there's drama there. L.A. What are they gonna do? What are they gonna they gonna show a producer? It's gonna be like Bill Murray and Ghostbusters and the Zoo, or Zoolander. Yeah, that makes sense. The, 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 the Zombieland Zombie Land movie. There we go. It would be like that. We're just kind of like, huh, huh, that's funny. But that's a whole season of a show. You can't do that. That's not fun. That's not fun at all. The show the show in Atlanta that's already based in the comic is not fun. It's semi fun. That, that show's so unfun. I'm just keep keep saying that. It's not that much fun. It's half of it sitting around watching people whine. And half of it's badass. And then the rest of the time you're just goddamn waiting for the badass scenes. That's the fucking show. It's sitting wait. It's the military. It's, it's just wait, wait, wait. Go, go. Like, this isn't, that's all it is. And the the, the other thing I'm going to talk about, Um awesome, is segues. Because I have to read off a goddamn computer monitor across the room. Um... Here's the thing. I don't understand what happened. Um, the interview was supposed to come out Christmas, and then it wasn't because of terrorist threats, which apparently came from North Korea. Guys, did you just hear about this weeks ago? I can't believe it. Um, I Really, I have nothing to say. To add to it, I'm just confused because it was supposed to come out Christmas, and then terrorist threats, and they pulled it, and then, whoa, we decided here at Sony to, to bring it on at Christmas. And normally I would go, hey, conspiracy, you guys are just using the publicity to build up people's anticipation and like, want to see this movie that they're not allowed to see anymore due to terrorist threats, which apparently people were like complaining like, oh, we don't deal with terrorist threats in America. I'm like, this isn't the government. This is fucking Sony. They're a Japanese company. They don't give a shit. They have panties and vending machines. They don't give a shit about your movie. But they pulled the movie, and I thought it was going to be a publicity stunt that they pulled it so they could release it on the same day that they originally planned on it. And then there would be, like, a huge rush to the box office, be like, oh, it's, this movie gets pulled again for another terrorist there. Blah, blah, blah. We got to go see. We got to go see. And the movie cost $50 million, apparently. And hey, it made a $1 million opening night. And uh, you know how many people stream this movie for free? Most, almost everybody, almost everybody I know. I am the only person I know that didn't see that fucking movie already on YouTube. Goddamn YouTube, my fucking show, this goddamn show you're listening to right now is on YouTube. Why is that show on YouTube? What the fuck happened? That fucking movie is on YouTube. So, like I said, normally I would go with the oh, you fucking hacks angle. But with this... I'm very confused because it was leaked on YouTube and I guess some of the guys at Sony were involved, they're saying two guys now at Sony were involved in the terrorist thing and uh, so what was the plan here because they just lost a shit ton of money. So it must have been real, I guess. That's the thing is, I feel like JFK. I feel like the guy, Kevin Costner's character. But right? I don't know what to believe. But I feel like, hey, might as well just throw out some wild conspiracy theories here, attack some people. Fuck it, might as well. I don't get it. I really don't understand it, and it infuriates me. All for a movie I don't. I, I kind of want to see. I thought the Peterborough jealous was pretty good. That was a good joke in the trailer. I don't know. Other than that, I don't really care. I don't really care. And I feel like they're. That's the problem with the hype thing I feel like they hyped it up too much And now I don't care anymore (coughs) And uh Losing my voice (coughs) I'm losing my voice So I'm gonna end this now With My salute to the interview No um, I did see As part of my wrap up piece In the movie review I did see I'm gonna do A movie I liked And two movies I hated Movie I loved, me and Brie watched, was The Equalizer. Uh, Denzel Washington, Antoine Fuqua, directed, the guy that did Training Day, along with Denzel. Very, very good movie. I was very surprised. I thought I was going to be like, eh, at the most. And it was very well done. I liked it a lot. I liked it all the way through. It was very surprising how good it was. And I don't want to overstate it or give away more than that the girl from Kick-Ass is in it, whatever the fuck her name is. I I feel like I know her name. I'm just too drunk to think of it. But she was very good in it. She played a whore. So, yeah, kudos. But I feel like she has the best career for any actress under 20. She's good in so many fucking good movies. She's been the lead in so many. She's not not fucked up. I feel like even uh, Dakota Fanning... Has got kind of got like a fucked up look now, but this girl's still like very gorgeous. I'm not flirting with her at all. I'm just saying she's gonna, she's gonna be all right. She's not gonna be have that weird awkward phase. She's gonna be like Drew, Drew Barrymore only without the alcohol. Um, I like that movie Equalizer. I recommend seeing it. Movies I did not like that I saw today: <laughs> um, VHS Viral, which is VHS three. Um. It was goddamn terrible following two goddamn terrible movies. That's the best movie review I can give it. Two goddamn terrible movies have sex and give birth to a goddamn terrible movie, and it goes viral. Um, The premise of this movie, I don't know. Some ambulance uh, driving around, hitting people. Mexico. There's a lot of Mexican stuff in there. I didn't understand it. Very confusing. Fuck it. I hate it. I hate these anthology movies that go nowhere. And speaking of which, the other movie I watched was ABC's of Death 2. The first one I did for episode three of the Phoenix West show, and this one I'm doing here because I can't bear to sit down and rate them all one at a time because they were even worse this time around. There was only a couple I actually could stand they were so fucking terrible, it made me want to watch VHS 4, which doesn't exist yet. I would rather create it in my own mind, because I have an imagination, because I don't buy used panties out of a vending machine, than watch this fucking movie. It was so bad. It was so fucking bad. It was so intolerable. And it, it made me pray for death, which has not come yet. And I feel like they're just going to keep making these fucking series, because people buy them. For five dollars online instead of people used to rent these movies like crazy. Now they have to do this because Blockbuster's out. And it Oh, there's terrible. There's no there's no test anymore, no litmus test for how this shit goes on. It just happens. And these movies just come out in piles of turds and people like sit so through like, oh, 5 bucks, you oh, know about okay. does really smells, but whatever. It's only five bucks. And just people just buy it and it's fucking infuriating. I hate it. Watch a good one. Go watch Equalizer instead of this shit. Don't fucking waste your time. And with that, um, I'm gonna draw to conclusion episode forty of the uh, Carbon Negative Men. So uh, until next time, I'm Phoenix West. Oh, sorry, I was waiting for everybody else to say goodbye, but it's just me. Um, yeah, I'll see you guys some other time. I'm not sure when. There's no schedule anymore. It will be soon, but we'll get back to. it I'll let you guys know. Send any emails, suggestions, questions to loiteringinwonderland at gmail.com, loiteringinwonderland at gmail.com. And check out the website, loiteringinwonderland at, no, that's not making sense, Lord in wonderlandcom That's how we do that. I'm really bad at this self-promotion shit, I'll be honest. Um, Twitter, Instagram, LAW Podcast. Um, Facebook is Lord in Wonderland. You'll figure it out. I'm Phoenix West, so until next time. Fuck you, Zimbabwe. Goodbye.